right, welcome back, guys, to the Talkaholics podcast. This is Razia. This is Iman. Um, and we're starting off this episode talking about uh, a day that just recently passed, International Women's yes. Day. So happy International Women's Day to the ladies listening. Um, happy International Women's Day. It's such a long name. Sorry. <laughs> we're calling it IWD from now on. Just to make sure Um, And today we're going to go through... Um, and talk a little bit more about what this day is about, uh, focusing on the theme that they established this year, which is I Choose to Challenge. So um, we kind of like did a little bit of a look up and talked and saw that they wanted to talk about um, ways that we can choose to challenge gender bias and inequality in the world. Um, so yeah, that's what we're which, is a, which is a big one, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. As broad as it can get, really. Um, <laughs> and we're going to go back and forth personally and talk about what that means to us and how we see the world. In that through that lens but before that we kind of wanted to also point out that over on our instagram channel at talkaholic studios um, instagram instagram channel what did i say you said instagram channel oh well you know instagram. it's a page <laughs> on instagram <laughs> um to go check over the campaign that we're doing this month that we did uh last year as well uh, to highlight some amazing poc or by poc uh, women in all sorts of fields, entertainment, uh, like mental health, politics, etc. That we yes. need some more love, uh, and we're we're so excited about it every year. And uh, this year we have like a, a good, a lot more women that we highlighted than the last year, but also yeah, um, we're just yeah. Last year fun. I think we we just did a week, and this year we're kind of sprinkling it throughout the month. Yeah, we're do we're highlighting two ladies per week over the month of March, um, as like a nod also to Women's History Month. So go check it out. We're really excited by the response so far, and um, yeah, like let us know what you think about that, and if there's people we should be highlighting maybe next year. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Iman, did you want to get started on what you're choosing to challenge regarding this topic? Well, like like I was I mean I was telling you this before, but like it's very hard to pinpoint. And I think that's why they had to make it so broad when they said, you know, gender bias and inequality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like personally for me, how I choose to challenge those things is literally like existing as a black Muslim woman mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, in, this, in this world, in this society. Um, and just like, and I think that because of who I am and like because of the different things that make me me, mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think we all, like, all BIPOC women Mm -hmm. and folks have, like, a unique perspective on life and provide unique experiences in the work that they do in whatever field that they're in. So, like, for me, I work in the nonprofit world, and in my work, I make sure that I'm, I'm continuously looking for ways to champion women. Mm And like, luckily for me, I work in a space that is majority women and that focuses on <laughs> women. Yeah. Um, but like in, in that space as well, I'm looking for ways that uh, to champion the voices of black Muslim women specifically, mm-hmm. um, because we don't really see that a lot. Um, so like, that's how I do my work to challenge, you know, inequality and, and that broad statement. Um, yeah, and I know that sounds really vague still because yeah. <laughs> because I can't pinpoint like specific activities, but it's just like whenever I see an opportunity, yeah, to uh, celebrate or champion, uh, you know, a woman of color, I try to do so. 
Right. That's just how I, that's how I see it. Which is kind of amazing that like it's 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 a cool thing that uh, BIPOC women like kind of innately like we're born with the responsibility to kind of represent ourselves like it was yeah which is like an amazing empowering thing right because so many of us are are smart and more than capable and and do amazing things every day um and at the same time that feels sometimes like a burden right like (laughs) to be able to um to represent the people uh that we come from like the the communities but um yeah sometimes that just is is with existing as that kind of person um I think that's awesome. What I had, uh, or how I responded to this theme is kind of like, it's twofold. Personally, like when I, when I look out into the world, when I consider like ways that we can, um, empower women or encourage women to kind of lead the lives that they want without limitation. For me, like first thing that pops up is kind of, um, like the expectation of women in, in their careers and their, in their roles in life. Like, I think the biggest difference between us and like, men is like usually their balance between work and life can kind of be seamless and they can kind of choose to focus on whichever they want because they mm-hmm. they have the time and the freedom to do so and women aren't necessarily given the same luxury um because you know there's that expectation to settle down and become a mom and and then you know if you happen to also want a career you have to juggle both right um, yeah which can make women kind of make decisions that they don't want to or sacrifice or compromise more than they're willing. Um, and especially during COVID, we've seen that a lot um, with, you know, mm. far more women leaving their careers to be able to take care of their kids during COVID because they're at home, um, which is like, you know, a, a statistic that's not nice to hear. Um, given that, like, you know, there's another partner in the family. <laughs> they exactly. Also, right? Like, you know, it's also part of the family household and, Kind of, kind of makes you think twice that like you know we'd like to think that we're at a point now where things could be 50 50 or at least carried sort of evenly um but that continually is not the fact so things like that that i that i wish it was weren't the case and um you know we know about the glass ceiling and stuff i could go on about those kind of limitations for women in the workforce um but on on the flip side it being um uh, knowing that i like love to make art and I love to write characters and things like that I'm always cognizant of representation of females in stories and especially if I'm writing somebody um uh I tend to write in my own personal time like I don't usually put this stuff out there or haven't yet um written about uh girls and women who look a lot more like me um so you know that it there's also like the the intersectionality aspect of this which we've like me and Iman have talked about so many times right like there's yeah. this one thing to talk about women and there's another thing to talk about women uh of color so um it's yeah like, it's those stories that i think um we can do a better job of like me and Iman have done so many movie reviews on this channel uh to kind of explain you know when when we see a stereotype we kind of point it out in in we're just used to that. We walk into a movie theater and if we see a story featuring a woman of color and they do something that's really stereotypical or really like to a specific point in narrative, it, it, it's hard not to notice it and be irked by it. So, so things like that, <laughs> that it, like, yeah, um, from a per- personal standpoint, that's how I see it. It's like more around characters and then um, like worldview is more about that work-life balance stuff that we're not necessarily, it's not as easy for us to balance. But, yeah, and it, yeah. I don't know, it's it's hard to even, like, see a world where that is, 
completely gone. Yeah, <laughs> like no, yeah. it's so not only is it in, entrenched in like systems and how like society functions, but it's a lot of generational like trauma, generational trauma. I guess yeah. you would call it like these these thoughts and ideas are passed down from one generation to another, and like as much as we try to let it go, I feel like it it holds on real tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it has a lot to do with culture. I think, again, on top of it being a, a, a like a, a brown female and then Iman being a black female, it's like it's also also being Muslim on top of that. There's like already yeah. ingrained ideas of what a woman you know should be doing in her life. Like I don't even have to spell it out. Like both Iman already know what that mm-hmm. looks like for us. Certain expectations by certain age, like that stuff. Like we're we know what that looks like, but it's. I think it. I mean, it'll. I have hope that it'll change. Like increment. Like like a little bit every year every generation that goes by yeah um, because there was a time even like that that would be weird for a woman to go you know travel abroad for for school by herself right and like that's something that iman did right that's uh, yeah very true i mean it wasn't without a fight no, but no, I, I, no I, we were aware with the, of the powerpoint story <laughs> <laughs> that was on the podcast man i forgot um, i told that story yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, i i, no, I yeah, I continuously think back to that, and I really think, wow, I really made a whole PowerPoint to convince my parents <laughs> to let me, an adult, leave this country. Right? And it, no, but, like, it's, and the thing, it being, like, a lot of white women wouldn't have to do that, you know? Like, let's just yeah. be about it. Um, yeah, I remember I saw a TikTok once, and it was, like, this white wo- woman being, like, um, if you're over the age of 18 what do you mean you have to ask your parents to leave? Just do it. And people would, like, stitch the TikTok be like, um, no. <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> like, someone would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm black. That's not going to work. So I was like, I'm Muslim. I'm a Muslim uh, woman. That's not going to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not a reality for everybody. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, it's, it. they seem like small, like, things to some people but like they, they have huge impact for what you want to do with your life right so that's um, true and learn and grow especially like at, at that age at being 18 right like having the opportunity to do those things huge mm-hmm. so um yeah that's kind of how i see it um but yeah i mean i i think you that that actually brings up a good point for me because now thinking back at it like if i hadn't fought to do the things i wanted to do i would have just like if i had just like let it go and stayed home I would have missed out on so many opportunities like so many learning experiences for myself to grow into myself right. and like become a more independent self-sufficient woman mm-hmm. um like I can't even imagine who I would be if I hadn't had those experiences like they're very integral to who I like how I grew into myself right yeah um I, yeah I was just gonna say that I feel like it's not that like some, there there could be so many other families and so many other um, women who have probably wanted to do the same, and it's not that they were told no, but also just like people who just assume that they're not gonna hear a no, so like not try. But I think yeah. that that's 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 that exact idea that is like so detrimental, right? Like the fact that we know that that's not something we're have that we have easy access to. That that that's that, yeah um, yeah like that. Not only the assumption, but also like there's a big idea 
that it's not like there are certain things that aren't necessary yeah or yeah they're not they're not requirements to live a good life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i mean like i'm not gonna say travel like if you never travel you're gonna have a bad life no (laughs) that for some people like that's not necessarily like a a necessity or like a uh they don't think that it's something they need to focus on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they don't make it a priority for themselves because they're like okay like it's not a big deal i have other things i need to focus on right but you can make it a the the idea is that you can make it a priority and sometimes some people think they can't make it a priority yeah because of what they're told of how they need to act and what they need to do and all that kind of stuff yeah exactly um yeah so i think i think our overall like impression i know that kind of we're running out of time a little bit i guess like one thing we can point on iman to like wrap this up is what would you like love to see for the future of women like if we think about um you know the the girls growing up right now who are um kind of figuring out their what their culture looks like but also knowing that like you know we're, we're questioning uh what women can do in their lives like what would you mm-hmm. love to see and like maybe let's make it specifically to what muslim um bipoc women like what would we love to see the future allow them to do yeah, I mean, that's a loaded question. It's a, a lot, yeah, question. no. <laughs> but, like, I mean, aside from, like, the, you know, the gender equality, the equal pay, the, yeah. you know, uh, equal opportunity, all that stuff that, of course, we all want for women. Yeah. Um, I just would like to see, like, spaces where young Muslim women and BIPOC women can thrive. Like, mm-hmm. spaces where, like, they can thrive within their own like within a a diverse community you know what i mean like um not always having to go into these very whitewashed spaces and hoping Mm -hmm. for the best yeah but like having more spaces that are are diverse and are open to um including them because like that's not the case for a lot of uh like a lot of fields right now yeah it's very like whitewashed especially at higher levels yeah Mm -hmm. so i agree I want to see, like, from from as young as possible, like, you know, from these, from high school and onwards, like, having spaces for these young women um, to network, to learn, to grow, and then to see role models, like, you know, people who are in the fields that look like them, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, just having paths to success, whatever success looks like for that individual, whatever, like, having the opportunity to do what you want, what makes you happy, and Mm -hmm. find success in that. Yeah, exactly. I think that was really well said. Um, I was going to go down a similar route of, like, I think I would hope for um, girls and women who look like us to think that because of where they come from, so, like, the language that they speak, what they look like, what they wear, is not going to have as, as a, you know, extreme impact on what they want to do in their life, if that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people... You know, if a girl will just say, I want to go into something like STEM or I, I want to go into something like acting, that, you know, somebody want to come around and look at them and go, but you're X, Y, Z, you're a brown Muslim and mm-hmm. you wear a hijab, therefore you can't, you know, like, exactly. I, I would love, and maybe, I guess maybe I'm pointing more inward, I'm pointing more to our community to be willing to be like, those two things can exist at once. There's oh yeah not, for sure our, right? our communities do it need to do a lot of work yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah and they're not to be like this so this crazy burden of like having to feel like you got to be perfect on both ends right like you just that you can try 
<laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Um, There's way, and this is like I know we're we're running out of time, but this and this is going on to a way different com- more uh, a different conversation. But, like, there's too much pressure on young people these days. Like, way too much pressure to succeed so early when they really have not even completed half of their life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on both ends, right? Like, the the pressure to succeed and never fail and the pressure to be a perfect woman, brown woman, and Muslim woman. Yeah. Like, that's just, you can't do it all. You know? You just can't. Um, No. No. (laughs) We've got to just be able to have the opportunity to try and 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 be happy doing that because sometimes exactly um but this was a lovely conversation thank you Elon, for <laughs> your thoughts and stuff but um i would love to hear what our audience has to say about this topic because um it's full of other lovely wonderful women um, yeah and share with us what you think about the future for women um what yeah, are you um, choosing to challenge? Ooh, t- ooh tell us. How to tell us <laughs> what you would love to see um, change about gender bias and inequality. Um, as always, you can find us on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast, um, YouTube as well, and on our other socials like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, at, all at Talkalox Studio or Talkalox Pod. But yeah, until next time, uh, we'll talk to you well, later. Bye. Yeah, talk to you later.